It's Gabriel. It's Bailey. And this is CYMK. I wish I was special, but I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What am I even doing here? <laughs> Keep it clean for the for this jobs and job space. What's up and welcome back to our channel. I don't know how to start. It's That's been so long. The last one. Did you listen to it? The AI one? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. It was amazing. Your your intro was like we were beatboxing and it sounded really good. <laughs> <laughs> we can beatbox again. I'll just put it in front of this one. It'll be our intro music. What's up, you guys? Thank you for joining this CYMK podcast. Back here again. Back here again. Back here again. My name's Gabriel. My name's Bailey. And this is CYMK. Hey. Hi. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing... I'm. I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk about what we've got in there. Aka pointing to the museum. Yeah. Yeah. For our audio listeners only, she was pointing to the museum. Yeah, I thought that was clear because I went, and that's the only thing that could mean was some people don't know. You know, what could solve that is if they watch the video version. (laughs) (laughs) Where I'm just pointing to these black panels. If you don't know, right, Right. right behind us is a museum. I guess they wouldn't know that. Yeah, they would not know that at all. (laughs) If you you just looked right behind these black panels, there's a window, and besides that window, right behind that window is the museum in the right there. So there you go. Our exhibits are open as part of our grand reopening, (laughs) which is really exciting because we haven't been in the main museum in many months. So now we have two exhibits in there right now, and you can come see them until March, I believe. Yes. Um, We have microscopes. Yeah. And we have N.C. Wyeth in the Golden Age of American Illustration. And we'll talk about that one next on episode. episode. Both exhibits are beautiful, but I just wanted to focus on the fiber arts one as of today. Maybe because I'm a little biased to fiber art. Maybe because I love quilts. And I think painting is a beautiful art form, but something about quilting is beautiful art form. I don't know. Just some, I don't know. Yeah, I have a really good appreciation i think for fiber arts because they are like kind of the underdog of the art world sometimes Mm. and people don't view fiber art or quilting or sewing as art sometimes so Mm. like to see this traveling professional beautiful exhibition come through with all these different artists is really satisfying i think yeah like you said it's easy for people to just kind of dismiss it because you can get a quilt at target any day and it kind of looks like a mass produced. Yeah, mass yeah. produced. But these quilts. Mm-mm. Yeah, but these these are art. One of a kind. Art pieces. Art pieces. We have a microscape exhibit, which is a series of hand quilted. Uh, what would you what would you call them? Quilts. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like when I, okay, maybe just because when I think of quilts, I think of like massive sized quilts to cover like a king size bed, and these things are not that size. Some would say they're micro. <laughs> but that's not why they're called micro. No, no, you're right. You're right. You want to know why they are called microscape? Because yeah. it's like under a microphone or microscope. <laughs> <laughs> microscope. It is a traveling exhibit from the Studio Art Quilt Associates, um, and I can tell you a little bit about that incorporation in a minute. But yeah, we have quilts. They're smaller quilts, but they portray these magnified versions of everyday objects but like to a point that you can't see with the human eye Mm -hmm. underneath microscopes these these artists viewed these objects and i mean they vary they vary from chemicals themselves from elements from the earth itself 
from hair follicles. Yeah. So there's many different varieties of biological like images. Right, right. Very organic. And this is all in fiber art. It's all quilted, whether by hand or by machine, but yeah, really cool. Human made. Human made, not AI generated. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that I was confused about when I first started was like they're all different artists. I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was one artist. Right. So this like uh this traveling exhibition was put together uh as a collaborative between all of these different artists. One thing I found really interesting is that What is that these artists who are creating these quilts are also scientists. <laughs> so they've actually spent time studying these structures. Yeah. And they know them on a fundamental level and they use that knowledge in their recreation. I want to tell you about my favorite. Okay. I have two epic two favorite pieces. So first one is by Carol Kuzmal. It's called Brain Cells. This is what it looks like. <laughs> Wait, which ones did you pick? Well, we- <laughs> We'll get to those. I didn't pick that one, though. That's a good one, though. I don't... Should I read the whole thing? Sure. If you didn't know, because you probably didn't know. So you walk up, and you go into Gallery 3, and you look at all of them. Gallery 2. Oh, God. (laughs) Where am I? Microscapes is in Gallery (laughs) 3. Gallery 2 and 3 are on the third floor. Gallery 1 is where NCY is. You're right. You're right. Okay, so So you walk up... Gallery 2 and 3. Walk up those little stairs. Where is it located? This one? Let me see. I actually can't remember. Oh, my God. I know where it is. It's gorgeous. It's tucked away in a little corner in the third gallery. you got to walk, 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 walk. And next to all of the quilts is a little blurb about what it's zoomed in on and then some science facts about it. So I, my, one of my favorites is brain cells just because of the stitching in these pieces. And it's just very collaged around. The colors are absolutely wonderful whimsical if you could say like uh, i could say it like but i want you to say it okay (laughs) i want to read the blurb to you brain cells is a whimsical and imaginative view of what part of my brain might look like under a microscope these are probably paisley patterned creatures sloshing around in there perhaps they are segmented sections of information seeking a place to grab hold and settle in there are certainly sparks of illuminated light in my brain as well as dark and crowded corners stands of small button-like maybe oh strands of small button-like cells may be trying to hold memories together in some sort of my brain spaces and straight edge sharp cornered structures surely and stubbornly exist although they may be pink with polka dots it seemed appropriate to add pajama fabric as my brain gets lazier with age oh i love that last it is, part i know i love that part too because you can definitely see the fabric used in there is a fun playful fabric yeah and it's more I don't know. It's more interesting that they also think about what kind of fabric they're using mm-hmm. on top of the visual of the art piece. So, because I can really assume, interesting. I'm sure that she referenced a actual brain in some sorts just to get the the structure right. But yeah, with the colors, just to go playful with it and put them reference to her mm-hmm. indirectly. So, I also love that she says like, "There's little playful creatures." I know. in there because that's mm-hmm. how I feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the, the piece really goes to show for it. So I really liked it. It yeah. was very eye-catching. That's lovely. Mm-hmm. Did you look at any of her other works while you are researching? I just focused on that one for now. Just because I didn't want to get to, oh, and this and this and this. And yeah. focus on. She might be worth exploring. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Just like her brain exploring. Wow. Wow. So tell me one of your favorites. Okay, I'll tell you about, I'm going to tell you about Car- Carla Stare. Tell me, tell me. 
So I'm going to read you the blurb that she has next to her art piece. And this is the art piece right here. Beautiful. To describe it for our audio listeners, it is a, it, it's one of the most interesting out of the bundle, I think, which is why I picked it. But mm-hmm. it's these, it, these zoomed in uh, hair follicles. Mm. And I'll tell you where those hair follicles come from in just a second. But Like what body part? Well, <laughs> <laughs> both of you to assume human. Oh, by the way. whoa. Yeah, right? Okay. So it, it you can tell it's like these large hairs closely magnified, but mm-hmm. it's just a really cool art piece because they hang off of the the backdrop of it. Like it's real three-dimensional and it's really cool looking. So I'm going to read you a little blurb from Carla Stair's uh, art piece. Um, she says, <coughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> She says, as a scientist, I studied cells and tissues of marine organisms with a scanning electron microscope, SEM. Part of my work included showing the public how the SEM was used for scientific research. I was always on the lookout for demonstrating samples that would be familiar to people who might not have a scientific background. One day, an unfortunate spider on the wall of my lab became a demonstration sample. This piece is inspired by the stunning pattern of microscopic ridges and hairs seen on the SEM on the back of that spider. Wow. It's spider hair. Oh my goodness. Isn't that I would cool? not have even thought of that. Me neither. That is awesome. I love it. It's a really cool art piece. And no, it's spider hair is it's even pretty. cooler. And it it makes your skin crawl when you look at it. Not like crawl, but makes you go, oh. I yeah. think because it's the only piece. Well, there's the other 3D piece that's um like 3D. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's one other 3D piece in the in the exhibit, but this one is by far like it jumps out at you, mm-hmm. and I think that's what kind of catches you off guard because as soon as you walk into the gallery, you turn to your right and you see that, and you're just kind of like, it's "What one is of the that? first pieces you mm-hmm. see?" And it's also one of the only ones, kind of that she completely said it well herself, but is recognizable to people who don't have a scientific background. Right, like, yeah. you know it's hair, or you might think, like, that looks like hair follicles mm-hmm. or something. So and you'd be right. Yeah, you would be right. All those times you had to take biology in high school and in middle school and elementary school and in college, it's paying off. And in uh, undergraduate school and it no. <laughs> <laughs> and at your marine biology job, <laughs> it's really paying off for you. Yeah, wow. But Carla. it is easily identifiable, and so... It, connects the view when you're kind of like I want to learn more about it yeah so you get to read it and figure out it's spider hair it's spider awesome. hair so I also looked into more of Carla's other work as an artist not associated with the microscopes and okay I have to show you this because she does really cool stuff she continues to perpetuate this I want to show what like these scientific samples look like to people who don't have scientific backgrounds mm-hmm. in her other work. So she'll do like shark scales or Ooh. she'll do like. And are these all quilted? They're mostly, yeah, they're all fiber art. Mm-hmm. They are. And so one of the other ones that I found that I really love is these big oysters. Let me find the paper. Show me a picture. So let me read you this little blurb and I'll show you the picture. Okay. So. Carla is a fiber artist influenced by a scientific career as a marine biologist. As a scientist, she studied cells and tissues of marine organisms and photographed the complexity and beauty of aquatic organisms with a scanned electron microscope. Several of Carla's SEM. SEM, you got it. You remembered. Several of Carla's microscopic images have found their way into her fiber art. So this is her oysters. They're super cool. They're three these three-dimensional fabric 
oysters. They look kind of like they could be like Hot a cool purse. Grill. That is so cool. I know, right? They could, they look that. like they could be a purse or like a I don't know, like some sort of cool accessory like if you were to wear it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I go to clothes, but like they're these really cool picture right here. <laughs> or look up Hot Off the Grill by Carlos Dare. Really cool pieces. That I is them. awesome. And again, like that's easily identifiable because it's an oyster. It's an oyster. Most people know what oysters look yeah. like. Have you ever had oyster? I have. I have too. I mean, nothing special. I, you know. I didn't like it. I the d- thought of it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to chew it, but I don't think you're supposed to chew them, right? You just kind of knock it back. <laughs> I I want to tell you my oyster story just because it was recent and tell it was me. like. And so, Carla is listening. Carla, I want to <laughs> tell you my oysters. I want to tell you, Carla. I don't want to tell Bailey. I'm no. just I'm talking to Carla. I'm through Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> so I had gone to trip on the beach and I had oysters and I didn't know that you could either have them raw and that's what people usually get is the raw ones and that's whenever you slip them back. And then they have cooked oysters. So we the cooked oysters have flavor though. Like they had a like a buffalo oyster garlic whatnot. So then my friend and I got that one and we tried them and they were warm and they smelled. They, sm- <laughs> they were disgusting. Ugh. So that was like 30 bucks because you know how much oysters are. They're expensive. So it was like $30 for maybe like eight. And then <laughs> well, we were like, well, we want to try the original because that's what we wanted originally was the, the one served on ice with the lime and all that or mm-hmm. the lemon and stuff. So then we spent another $30 eating these eight. Bold. And they were also disgusting. They just, <laughs> they remind me of belly button fuzz. Oh. That's what I felt like I was eating the That's whole time. Bad. It was bad. I, it was really bold but of Carla, you. But Carla, your art's good. So <laughs> <laughs> It was really bold of you to try them, say this is foul, and order more. <laughs> I'm know. just going to say. <laughs> like to leave like with an $80 bill for <laughs> two servings of oysters that oh. we did not enjoy. You know, you're a woman of experiences, though. Yeah. Before we do another favorite piece, can I tell you a little bit about the Studio Art Quote Associates? Yes. Awesome. So... Actually, I won't tell you. I'm just <laughs> no, I'm begging to know. I'm, I want to know. Bailey, please tell me. Okay, the Studio Art Quilt Associates, S-A-Q-A. You think they go by Saka? No, nah, no, they wouldn't. No, because they'd be with the C. Sakwa? Sakwa? Sokka. Sokka. I'm sorry. Sakwa? The Studio Art Quilt Associates, they're okay. a nonprofit organization whose mission is to promote the art quilt. Uh-huh. So a creative visual work that is layered in stitch or that references this form of stitch layered structure. They say, our vision is that the art quilt is universally respected as a fine art medium. SAQA's core values are excellence, innovation, integrity, and inclusion. And I just love that little awesome. blurb about them. It's beautiful. Because Microscape isn't their only exhibit or traveling exhibit they have multiple about a dozen of different artists Mm -hmm. who make different themed quilts so and it's all just to perpetuate the uh inclusion of art or the inclusion of fiber arts into the professional art world as Mm -hmm. a medium Mm -hmm. i love it i love it too I'll also read you a little bit about the panel info from the microscape exhibit Mm -hmm. just so you know a little bit more the audience, not you. You already know a little bit more about this exhibit. And then we'll go into our other favorites. Okay. That sound good? Yeah. Okay. So, Microscape, a traveling studio art quilt associates global exhibition. Isn't that fancy? Don't global that? exhibition. Global. <laughs> Explores the elements of our known world that are far beyond what we can see with the unaided eye. 
Microscopes, magnifying glasses, and virtual imaging techniques reveal a world of great beauty and complexity. That world contains the smallest particles, tiniest organisms, smallest landscapes, or natural details, and provide us with an abundance of artistic inspiration. Isn't that beautiful? Because you don't think about, what could my subject be? Oh, how about something that I can't see with my naked eye? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I think it is cool. Yeah. I think all the, whenever I was unwrapping all those, I was like, what could this be? What could this be? And then I put the little panel next to it and I read and I became 10 times smarter. Right. I just love when artists give us that little blurb about the art mm-hmm. piece because I, you know, drawing my own conclusions is fun and everything, but to see what the artist is thinking mm-hmm. while making it. Because it's so much, it's it's easy just to say, oh, um, zoomed in photo of skin. Okay. But then right. for the artist to actually go in depth, why do they choose skin? Right. What is like? Why do they choose the hair? Because the spider. Da, 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 da. Yeah, marine biologist. Mm-hmm. and sh- Yeah. Okay, I want to finish this up with saying our last favorite because you and I have a common interest, I, t- I can tell, I through can our paper. I can tell by the, the energy in the room. The energy in the room? Whoa. Whoa. <coughs> Speaking of energy. <laughs> Marion Zelinsky created one of our common interest pieces, Molecular Energy. As you can see right here. It is also the the piece that I use personally to promote the show in so every piece of media. So you've probably seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've either seen it on our website, on our social medias. You've seen it on our postcards, in the newsletters. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. But it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. The colors are eye-catching. Stunning. The way that it flows and the way that she sews the the seams. and the Intriguing. Intriguing. Inspiring. So I want to read you her blurb. Please do. The underlying images for this piece were created using an acrylic pouring technique and takes advantage of different pigment densities to create cells and cell structures, which are both the subject and the medium for this work. Molecular energy thematically focuses on the kinetic and constant energy present in the battle between elements and the dance of cellular replication and even the act of creation itself. The act of creation itself. I like that. I like that she says the elements in the dance. I know because it is like because a dance. It's very flowy the way that all of these colors and the way that it's the so energy beautiful. moves together. Using an acrylic pouring technique that takes advantage of different pigment densities to create cells and cell structures. I do know what she means by that because when you when you do like acrylic pouring, you've seen it. They fill a cup or whatever, and then they turn it upside down, and then they they take off the cup, and all the acrylic spreads. Have you yes. seen videos about that? Yes. When you have like a thin paint and you layer that with a thick paint and layer that with a thin paint and layer that with a thick paint, that creates those cell-like structures because like it spreads differently. Yeah. So like, yeah, the density of the paint, which is really cool, which is really cool that she likens that to biological and organic material when Mm -hmm. it's acrylic paint. Do you want to know a little bit more about Marion? Tell me more. Okay, because I looked up her as well and looked at her other artwork apart from the Microscapes exhibit. Um, She does continue to do these awesome quilts that I'll show you in just a second, but I'm going to read you a part of her bio and artist statement. She says, I'm a studio artist currently living and working in Macon, Georgia. I work primarily in fiber, surface design, acrylic and mixed media, incorporating photography, digital composition, traditional fine art, and textile media. She is a woman of all that trades. That is a lot of media. <laughs> she is just, she knows everything. She's just the perfect person. She's the perfect woman. <laughs> perfect. She says, to create original fabrics as a canvas designed for quilted gestural and contour drawing. 
I've spent my career as a theater designer creating environments and costumes for unfolding of dramatic stories. It is not surprising to me that in my current work as an artist, I'm most intrigued by the poetics of light, the character of spaces and shapes, and the dialogue between colors. So I say that because I'm about to show you this art piece that I found on her website called Mm -hmm. Respiration. Mm -hmm. And it is absolute, like the absolute drama and intensity that can only come from a theater designer. Yeah, very thematical. Yeah, yeah. Just look at this. Oh, wow. Isn't that just beautiful? That's a play in itself. It's It just tells a whole tale. I, think I just like, aside from the photo, I like the stitching and interweaving and the texture. Kind of coming top. out of the border a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. It's very cool. It And it the color scheme reminds me of molecular energy. She's got Is it based off cool. of music? I don't know. This looks big. That's a good question. Musical, because it looks like a conductor holding the wand. The and then this is like a music note. Maybe. Maybe, it maybe it's not music, and maybe I'm just seeing things. So well, I wouldn't be Marianne surprised. to tell me. Not only is she an artist, but she is like this ex-theater designer. And gosh, mm-hmm. she, is, she can do everything. Mm-hmm. She can do it all. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. I love you, Marianne. There's just one line that I, I will end off by closing it with a nice bow. Okay, wrap it up, pretty. Um, and this is from the Jurors essay for the Microscape exhibition from the Studio Art Quilt Associates, Lyndon Gledhill. I'm just gonna read a little tiny sentence that I, it just really resonated. They said, art and science are one for me. They demand curiosity, creativity, experimentation, successes and failures, and most importantly, collaboration across boundaries and between diverse people. I love Aww. that. Comparing art to science. That's nice. And the diversity of humanity. Mm-hmm. <sighs> if you don't have a date idea, wink, wink, bring your bring your lovely significant other to the museum. Please. Please. How romantic. That would be so romantic. Oh, my gosh. To see all of the paintings and all of the quilts and then maybe kiss under a spider hair follicle. Kiss under a spider hair follicle. Please. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, as scattered as it may have been. <laughs> Come see Microscapes up now until March 31st. It's it's a, it's a good one. That's if I said the wrong date, and I'm going to cut that back in. It is 31st, okay, though. Okay. <laughs> so just keep... <laughs> Whatever that is, just keep it in. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> but we'll see you on the next one. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.